1: 20, 20, 20, 20. Quickly to Wall.
0: Wall measures. Deal gets open for three. Dagger! <laughs> what <laughs> Here comes Pierce with five seconds left.
1: Hey there, welcome to this Monday's edition of Locked On Wizards Podcast, part of the Locked On Network. I'm your host Becca Winker, also known as Becca MVP on Twitter. I'm very excited to bring you another episode of our All Things series, in which I'll be covering all the Wizards players individually in order to give you a more detailed analysis of their performances on the court and fun facts about their lifestyle. Last Monday, we had a great time discussing the masterpiece that is Kelly Oubre's life. If you haven't listened to the first episode, I highly encourage you to do so. We went into detail about, first of all, how perfect his hair is, but also how he's a Hurricane Katrina survivor and what really made him a success in the end of you know, his struggles in his life. But today, we're gonna to be discussing Mike Scott, who we acquired last season on a one-year, $1.7 million deal to be a scorer off the bench. To give you some basic information about Mike Scott, he's a power forward, he wears a number 30, he's 237 pounds, he's 6'8", and he's 29 years old. Scott is a DMV local and was born on July 16, 1988, in Chesapeake, Virginia. In an interview with reporter Chris Miller, Mike Scott told him that his earliest memory of playing basketball was when he was in first grade and his team was in a championship game. In that game, out of the 52 points the team scored, Scott had 45 of those points. He says his dad probably still has the trophy somewhere. Scott continued his basketball success at Deep Creek High School in Chesapeake. Although he did not play his freshman year, Scott made the varsity squad as a sophomore. His first game, he made an amazing impression with 22 points and 13 rebounds. That type of momentum carried all the way to his senior year when he averaged an amazing 24 points, 13.5 rebounds, 4 assists, and 5 blocks per game. And on top of all that, he was ranked 33rd power forward and 115th overall player nationally on Rivals.com. Hoping to play for John Chaney, Scott committed to Temple University, however soon opened up his recruitment again after Chaney retired. Mike Scott did not travel far for college as he ended up in UVA and spent five years playing basketball there. Mike Scott spent his first three years as an asset for rebounding and then became crucial to the team's success as a junior where he averaged 15.9 points with his stunning mid-range jumper and an impressive 10.2 rebounds. He also wore the number 23 which we all know why is a popular jersey number. Unfortunately, this only lasted for the first 10 games of his junior season due to an ankle injury, which happened in a practice, actually, and it required surgery. He continued with the Cavaliers as a medical redshirt with a fifth year of eligibility. The injury did not hinder Scott's success as he went on to become one of the top players in the ACC when averaging 18 points and 8.3 rebounds per game ranking among the top five in scoring average, rebounding, field goal percentage, and free throw percentage. To end his career with the Cavaliers, he had 1,538 points overall and was third in rebounding in Virginia history. Before discussing Mike Scott's NBA career, we will be taking a quick break and will be back shortly. See you soon.
0: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hey guys, we are back to continue our All Things episode on Mike Scott. You're listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. Before being drafted, Mike Scott worked out with 15 NBA teams and completed a total of 17 workouts. Ultimately, his impressive shot range and consistency paid off as he was drafted in the second round by the Atlanta Hawks, being the 43rd overall pick. He spent some time in the NBA Developmental League, but soon became a primary scoring option off the bench for the Hawks in the 2013-2014 season, averaging 9.6 points per game. In short, Mike Scott spent a good majority of his career shuffling between developmental teams and the Hawks. But he was soon traded to the Phoenix Suns in exchange for a top 55 protected 2017 second round pick. However, he didn't actually make it down to Arizona. This was because he was required to be in court down in Georgia to face felony drug charges. In 2015, Scott was in a car rental with his brother when police pulled the two over. The police found marijuana and MDMA in the car upon investigation, and Scott told the authorities it belonged to him because he wanted to protect his brother. He didn't want his brother to get in trouble. Mike Scott was regretful of the situation, especially after his girlfriend had to bail him out after spending a night in jail. It was challenging for Scott as he had to play through the burden of the charges for the next season and a half, which is a really long time. Because of his wide range of injuries, the Suns ended up waiving Scott anyways, leaving him to search for a new team. By 2017, the judge tossed the charges, and it was justified due to the fact that the police racially profiled the Scott brothers. Although getting left off the hook was a huge relief for him, he still had to find a new team. Mike Scott addressed the situation by saying, They probably thought I was a drug dealer or a drug user. I got all that type of stuff. I got all that hate mail. On social media, people were killing me. When the spotlight's on you, it's your turn. So I'm pretty sure that's what NBA teams were thinking. Oh, he's just a troublemaker. I'm always going to have that, even though we got acquitted of everything. We don't have a record, but it's still going to be with me forever. With this, Scott struggled to stay in shape, however, the summer after being acquitted, he stayed on a diet and training regimen. He worked extremely hard working six days a week, which paid off because the Wizards picked him up in July. That being said, we're going to take another quick short break, and when we come back, we will discuss Scott's roles on the Wizards and the importance of his emoji tattoos. As a reminder, you're listening to the Locked On Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Network. See you on the flip side.
0: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome back to this edition of All Things Series featuring Mike Scott. With Boyan gone, the Wizards search for a replacement to come off the bench and give the team an offensive boost. Mike Scott did just that and became a valuable asset very quickly to this Washington Wizards squad. Wizards fans were wowed by him, and he had several game performances where he would nearly make every shot he attempted. This was refreshing for the Wizards who desperately needed consistency off the bench and a more than impressive Mike Scott was playing so well in his comeback season. In December of 2017-2018 season, He went on a hot streak while scoring 22 points on a 9-for-10 shooting against the Los Angeles Clippers and scored 19 points off the bench in a game against Cleveland. Scott surprised the fans, the team, and even himself. A confident shooter, Scott can shoot from any area on the court. Along with his crucial shooting skills, Mike Scott is also a great defender. He quickly became a fan favorite, and the fans here embrace his emoji tattoos That his former teammates once made fun of every time apple updates the emoji palette mike scott does not hesitate to add new emojis on his arms mike scott reasons that he uses a lot of emojis when he texts and it's a form of expression for him his first emoji tattoo came after his rookie season in 2013 he inked himself with the purple devil and the orange anger face which by the way i use a lot when the wizards lose which cost him $30 a piece. I remember watching him make his debut for the Wizard Squad, and after a few games, my dad actually took notice of the tattoos and asked me if those were emojis on his arms. I said yes, and honestly, he was so blown away because he's never seen anything like that. As you know, a lot of players have tattoos to symbolize significant things in their lives, but my dad just couldn't understand why he had emoji tattoos. So, I just explained to him that it's an expression of art, and while we may not always understand what the tattoos mean, it's apparent that Scott is clearly a pioneer in the emoji department. I mean, he has every single one of them. But eventually my dad was able to look past the tattoos, since he's a huge office fan, so having Mike Scott on the team was a huge bonus. Another thing that Wizards fans took notice of is Mike Scott's hockey jersey collection. More times than not, Mike Scott will arrive to the arena in a custom hockey jersey. The kick to the story is that Mike Scott doesn't actually watch hockey. However, he loves his NHL wear, telling Candace Buckner that he has over 55 of them. Even more funny about his hockey jersey collection is that they have some really interesting nameplates, such as a bay Burr, Emoji, and You Cooked. One even had the word marsupials on the back, which is a mammal mainly found in Australia. So I'm not really sure what the nameplates always mean, but Wizards fans cannot help but be fascinated by them. I mean, every time he wears a jersey that's like funny, I always look on Twitter and like everybody's talking about it, but it's like a good talk about it. You know, it's not like we're roasting him or anything. We're just super excited because we don't understand it. And it's just really cool. Because most players have collections of shoes and things, but Mike Scott likes his hockey jerseys, so hats off to him. So that being said, now that Scott has redeemed himself and made an amazing comeback, it's possible that he will be targeted by several teams in his free agency. Because he has built up his value so much, it may be tricky for the Wizards to resign him due to a salary cap and tax penalties. However, I'm confident that the Wizards would want to keep him, and, you know, he's a huge emoji and hockey jersey asset, so why wouldn't we? Although it's not likely that a re-signing will actually occur. We just don't have the cap space right now to keep him, but should Mike Scott stay with the Wizards or go elsewhere, it's safe to say that whoever picks him up, he'll be amazing, and I'm excited to see what he does next season, because... He improved so much this season. I can see him being very valuable to whatever team that he goes to. And it's just incredible that he once struggled to get picked up by a team, but now look at him. I mean, it's it's very respectable what he've done what he's done for this season. So, unfortunately, this episode has come to an end. But I'd love to hear your thoughts about Mike Scott, so please at me at BeccaMVP on Twitter to continue the discussion of Emoji Canvas that is the free agent Mike Scott. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of All Things and Locked on Wizards, part of the Locked on Wizards Network, and I will see you next week for another episode.